brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties, higher Before we dive in, a little update on the nine o'clock hour. Because we did not talk to Bobby Hurley right. in his normal time at 845. Bobby's going to join us from Vegas at 930, uh, right. getting ready for the Pac-12 tournament. Yes. We got an early edition of Mustache coming up. That's right. But normal time for social studies let's right go. now. Let's do this. Sarah. Let's do this thing. All right. Social studies on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata at Bickley underscore Murata. Our personal handles are linked in the bio of that account as well. If you are interested, let's start with Kevin Durant, a fervent Twitter user. Maybe maybe he'll participate in social studies, you know, Wouldn't uh, count on. once he gets settled in. <laughs> well, we can dream. All right. He makes his son's debut tomorrow night, or his son's home debut, I should say, tomorrow night against the Oklahoma City Thunder. So we're asking you guys to fill in the blank. The last time I was this excited for the debut of an Arizona athlete was blank. Um, for me, it was Kyler Murray. Yes. Going into that opener against the Lions. Mm-hmm. I just, there was so much anticipation. See, you know, all that college success, how it would translate. And we got, we got a tale of two halves that day. Yeah. The first half was awful. And the second half was like, okay, this, this kid can play a little bit. Yeah. I, I think the answer is either DA or Kyler. And I think probably Kyler because it's football and it's quarterback and it's bigger. Mm-hmm. And it was more recent than DA. Right. Yeah. And so that's what I was going to follow up with. That was the last time you were this excited. Is there just generally in the history of Arizona sports, is there a, a, a clear winner for you as far as the athlete you were most ever? excited ever to see? Yeah. Going off base from the question for a moment. Barkley. The build up to that was ridiculous. And it lived up to it, basically. Yeah. Do you guys remember... I don't remember, but when Randy Johnson came to town, was there the yeah. buzz for his first start with the team? I, uh, there was. Uh, there was famously a story midway through his career where he he got very he got very anxious over the fact that the crowds were so low mm-hmm. when he pitched, mm-hmm. and it was like, yes. do do people not understand what they have here? What they have here. But the answer to that question was no, and the answer to Jared's question was no too. It was big, but. Randy Johnson came here in the second year of the franchise's history. I know. We didn't know. I mean, as a getting... baseball town, we were babies. Yeah. Wasn't he? He won a Cy Young with Seattle, right? Uh, like, wasn't he coming as the Cy Young winner? No, because he got traded midseason to Houston that Houston, year. Houston, yeah. yeah. It just, it, I mean, it was a big deal. It's funny that it didn't resonate as the big deal it should have. Mm-hmm. Some of our listener responses. Again, the question, the last time I was this excited for the debut of an Arizona athlete was the Big Diesel becoming the Big Cactus, says World War AZ, referring to Shaq. Sorry about that. <laughs> Wiz of AC, Wiz of AZ, I should say, submitted Amare Stoudemire. He was so raw and an absolute beast from right out of the gate. Another son's answer from Arthur Morgan, Chris Paul. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Quite a few people said Paul Goldschmidt, including Corby Dickerson. Um, I'm not buying that one. No? No. Oh. I remember in real time there was a lot. People sort of were buzzing about what he was doing in the minor leagues. A little bit, but I mean, he was an eighth round draft pick. He was yeah. never a hot prospect. He just kind of bucked the odds. This is an interesting answer by Skyler. Wayne Gretzky as a coach. Mm. 
That's a good one. That was a good one. People were expecting, because it was Wayne Gretzky, to just bring all that stardust to the franchise. Yeah, yeah. because he was the great one on the ice. Yeah. He had to be the great one behind the bench, that too. That was not, yeah. Right. Uh, Nico submitted Randy Johnson. You guys already mentioned him. J.D. Martinez says Brandon Murata. What does that kid know? Apparently nothing. <laughs> and Holy Fire Gaming says Peter O'Brien. Colin, Colin Gillette said that too. Peter O'Brien. Peter O'Brien. Holy, Holy Fire. With Peter O'Brien did last night. Holy Fire says I even went and made a custom jersey thinking he'd be around for a long time. Oops. Oops. All right. Oh, speaking of uh, people who are probably not going to be around terribly long or much longer... Looking at the Arizona Cardinals, guys, Rodney Hudson reportedly is retiring, nothing official yet, and Robbie Anderson, now chosen Anderson, is reportedly going to get cut by the Cardinals, but Nothing that is not- funnier than changing your name to chosen right before you get cut by a team. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I do wonder if there's some sort of, like, religious affiliation, though, if it's like, I'm, I am chosen or... I'm a chosen one. I'm a chosen child. You know, like that whole thing. I wonder if it's like there's that gotta, arena. It's got to be that, or what other? How? Where else would you land on? It's right. It, he changed know. his name once before from Robbie to Robbie. Correct. From uh, change the spelling. Uh, yeah, from Y to I E. Y to I E. Doesn't have- which in kindergarten. To be fair, I took the H off of my name for about two weeks because I thought you? it was more chic. But oh. then I, I changed my mind. I grew up a little bit and oh. I went back to the H. So that's funny. That's so, yeah. Listen. Uh, it doesn't have to be religious, and I don't know the reason yeah, behind it. I don't it. know. It, That's he could guess. just be full of himself. <laughs> but it can't be about football, right? Well, like, how could you justify be, that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the question is, which player's time in Arizona was a bigger disappointment? Rodney Hudson or Robbie slash Chosen Anderson? Didn't have that. Uh, didn't have that high of expectations for Robbie Anderson no. and Rodney Hudson. It was more of, of an availability thing, and and it was just a guy that wasn't he like day to day for like eight consecutive Forever. weeks. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't lying. Like, was he ever going to play? Oh, <laughs> it was really day to day. He truly day to day every day, every day. day, uh, to Rodney, day. Rodney Hudson is the answer. I agree with Vic. There wasn't. Once Robbie Anderson got here and it took him forever to get on the field or take snaps, you're like, okay, never yeah. mind. And by, by the time he got on the field, the season was over. Right. I thought this was going to be a complete blowout in favor of Rodney Hudson. What was a bigger disappointment to Cardinals fans? A lot closer than I thought. 56% said Hudson's time in Arizona was a bigger disappointment. Uh, it, it changed a little. Yeah, 56 and uh, 40 Oh, just went down. Forty-four percent said Robbie Anderson. Wow, I, I don't, I don't quite understand how forty-four percent felt that way. But Tyler Meisterheim summed up most of the comments well. He said we had expectations for Rodney Hudson. We did not have expectations for a receiver doing three thousand screen passes a game. That is true. All right, and I think it's nice of our audience, forty-four percent of our audience, to make Anderson feel chosen. The- oh. That is nice. (laughs) It all comes full circle. All right. We've got another question for you in this here edition of Social Studies. I don't remember who, but one of the two of you remarked earlier in the show as we were talking about John Morant and his current situation as he was found to have brandished a firearm on his Instagram Live and in a few other situations. Uh, One of you remarked that you really only ever hear the word brandish followed by a firearm. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we are asking our listeners for other similar situations. We really hear one word in one specific context, and that's it. Do you guys have any others? I have another oh, there's one. There's a lot of there's a, like? there's a bunch that I just yeah. don't remember off the top um, of my head. Our another listeners one? were in rare form here, by the way. Some I get with oh, I thought with lack of uh, reading comprehension. Oh no no no, no. Um, some good stuff. Another one is uh, disgruntled. Yeah, it's a good ah. one. It's only only attached to employees. I've never heard a, you know, so a spouse true. say, you know what, I'm disgruntled in this relationship. That's so true. Disgruntled former employee. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally right. Jarrett, you had some favorites, it sounds like. Uh, Tom Grendel says, ho, only refers to Luca. <laughs> that's a good one. Embattled uh, from Ryan, politicians and coaches, no one else. Embattled. embattled. Yeah. Ensuing possession. That is good. Unfurled only refers to a flag. Mm, True. What else would you unfurl? Uh, Veered, says there Anthony. A, there was a Michael Jackson lyric, let the truth unfurl. Ooh. That was a lyric in one of his hit songs. Uh, Anthony submits Veered as in, I'm from Holland. <laughs> Isn't that Veered? Isn't that Veered? Ensuing, as in ensuing possession. Already read that one, Jarrett. Oh, Thanks sorry. for paying attention. Uh, Frosty Punch. Twiddle, as in twiddle my thumbs. Yeah. And whittle, as in whittle a stick. Uh, Does anyone whittle anything else? No. No. Did you read Salt Lake Caesars yet? No. He had a uh, wield, almost always used in connection with a weapon. Yes. Nobody's ever wielding like a bouquet of flowers. And They're always no, a knife wielding right. moron. Yes, or like a sword. Yeah. When I th- when I hear wield, I think a sword. And uh. here's a good one from uh, Jack. Uh, Jarrett only used in "Shut up, Jarrett." <laughs> True. <laughs> Derelict. Dan Bickley only uses it when describing the Pac-12. Says Justin Prestigard. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Thanks. Thanks uh, that is uh, social studies every morning at nine o'clock at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter is where you can get involved. Coming up next, we warned you. It's coming up early today. The Tuesday edition of Mustache. Not a mustache. That is next. Bickley Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We are Bickley and Murata Mornings. Hi. So great to have you with us. A little early today, but we're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com. Get our daily poll question in before we talk with Bobby Hurley at 930. And we're talking college hoops here. Dan, Vince, how many Arizona schools will make the NCAA men's basketball tournament? You've got U of A, ASU, GCU, and NAU all on the table. So how many? One, two, three, or four? We're not Zero is not an option. We're assuming Arizona is in. Yeah, I think they're going to get a one seed. Feels pretty. <laughs> feels, feels like a lock. I'm going to go with one. Just Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. Um, same. I think GCU and NAU obviously still have an uphill battle in their respective conference tournaments. NAU is I, two games away. And I would love for ASU to get those two wins that I think they need, but we'll see. It's not exactly. Uh, not exactly um, a given. Sure. Yeah. All right. We'll place a vote for one team to make the tournament. That is what 61% of our voters think. 31% say two teams. I wish we knew what the second team was. I assume it's ASU. 
25% say three teams will get in. 3% say four teams will get wow. in. Thank you so much For the to the 3%. Yeah. That's today's uh, Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Mustache. Not a mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Big mustache. Big mustache. My mustache. Your mustache. Say the word. The word mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. Now we both have said mustache. Oh, mustache. Oh, mustache. If you only got a mustache. We got a veteran in the mustache game. All right, it is that time of week. The time, well, not really. It's earlier than usual, but it is time for America's fastest growing facial really quiz sensation mustache. Yeah, I'll be playing a soundbite from a movie, a TV show, an interview, or a song. Bickley Murado have to tell me whether the person that's talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. They can get a bonus point if they correctly identify the person. First one, the 10 wins. And I don't remember who won last week. I think. Did Dan win last week? I think so. I think Dan did win last week. And Dan, would you like to go first, go first or second? Okay. I'll go first. The topic since tomorrow is International Women's Day. These are all sound bites that have to do with women. They involve women's names, all these, okay? Okay. And we will start with a little music as we like to. Roxanne, you don't have to put on the red light. Those days are over. You don't have to show your body to the night. Sting, not a mustache. Sting, not a mustache. Two points for Dan. All right, Vinny? Yes. Is Sharona really a woman's name? I've never heard that in any other context Neither ever I. in my life. What Sharona's is only, about? I don't know. Um, that is the knack. Yes. Not a mustache. That is correct. That is the knack, not a mustache. You got it. All right. Dan. Ah, uh, yes. Hey, Sharona! You also want my clothes out here? I can't hear. I couldn't make out a word of that. What? Can you play it again? Yeah, okay. Hey, Shara! You also want my clothes out here? Okay, somebody's screaming Stella. I have no idea. Not a mustache. Not a mustache is correct. Marlon Brando. Okay. Marlon Brando, streetcar named Desire. All right. All right. Vince? Yes. Ooh, I'm making you feel nervous. Nervous? What's that? I don't know anything about nervous. Jeez. Uh, you ever had a white head on your eyeball, Mary? Hmm? That is uh, Chris Elliott from There's Something About Mary. Uh, mustache. That is correct. All right, a 4-3 lead. Uh, Dan. Cut the next morning. Nikki wasn't there. I looked all over. All I found was a phone number on the stairs. It says, thank you for a funky time. Come here whenever you want to ride. Prince Mustache. That is, and boy, that is a dirty song. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had to it skip really, the first like two yes, verses to even get something playable. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. But you still picked that song. <laughs> well, I picked that part of it. <laughs> Sometimes you need to find people with mustache. Make sure you knew. All right, Vinny. Yeah. Hellfire up. The songs that you end up <laughs> using sound by You've heard from. that one? I, I, of course I have. Uh, I remember in fourth grade that being a billboard hit, Big and, hit. Me, and me being mad about it because I hated it so much. Yeah. Me too. The Oak Ridge Boys yeah. mustache. That's right. Yeah. You got it, baby. Classic. Some people call it a classic. Never heard that song. Okay, well then, uh, Dan. Yes. Just a few From Kiss. <laughs> That's considered one of the worst songs ever, isn't oh, it? Oh, no doubt. It's, it's better than yeah. Elvira. Yeah. Beth from Beth and Kiss. Elvira might be on my top ten. You might have played two oh. of my top ten worst songs about, of all time. Yeah, I'm on a roll. That'd be but, not a mustache, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah, you got it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, seven, six, Bick leads. What? What? No, here we go. All right, speed round. Serious. I'm going to rattle off some names when I hit it, buzz it, okay? I will tell you. You got me? Yeah. All right, Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna, Amber, Sabrina, Melody, Dakota, Sierra, Bambi, Crystal, Samantha, Autumn, Ruby, Taylor, Tara, Tammy, Lauren, Charlene, Chantel, Courtney, Misty, Jenny, Krista, Mindy, Noel, Shelby, Trina, Reba, Cassandra, Nikki, Kelsey, Shauna, Jolene, Erling, Claudine, Savannah, Casey, Dolly, Kendra, Kali, Chloe, Devin, Emily, Luke, Becky? Nope. It sounds like I've never heard that before in my life. Uh, it sounds like Mark Wahlberg. Not a mustache? That is correct. Wow. What is that from? Ted. Wow. I, I have heard it then. Amazing. Yeah. But that is pretty good. That is pretty good. <laughs> place, place that voice. Something. Wow. He is something. All right. Uh, Dan? There's a reason why Bernsey invited him to I trivia, know. not me. <laughs> the rest of us. <laughs> My goodness gracious. Real. All right. Uh, Dan? Yeah. What are you doing? Okay, Eric Clapton, and I'm guessing mustache yeah, at that time. Yeah, yeah, okay. Ooh, nine eight, nine eight. You need a you need to get them both here. Here we go for the win. International Women's Day mustache, not a mustache, or else Sarah is standing by with a tiebreaker. With the question. C O L A C O L A. She walked up to me and she asked me to dance. I asked her her name and in the top row voice she said hello. Always do this to me. <laughs> that is a very, very. I know the song. song. I don't. I, that genre is just like off my radar. Uh, I know when I hear it, I'm going to kick myself. Mustache. 
That is not a mustache. <gasps> and I lost. And not only are no, you going to kick yourself. No, but hold on. We, we've got a correction here because as Pathetic Arizona tweets out, he's absolutely right about this. The Beth song is the one song that no, no, but I, I was o- Chris sang. I know. I was only going for, you said kiss, though. Yeah. I, I was only going for the band on that. You didn't have Because nobody to in the band had a mustache? Not even the cat? <laughs> I don't think so. Does a painted on mustache count? I don't think so. Did he have a mustache? He had whiskers. He had whiskers. <laughs> he had whiskers. That's, that, one's, that one's for the judges. Yeah, I, I get disqualified. I get disqualified. No. Vinny wins. Fake no. doesn't want to win. I get disqualified. I uh, who, what? who was this is it? Too, we're, we're running so late on time and we have Bobby Hurley who, next. Who was it? That was the Kinks. The Kinks. Yeah. Ray Davies. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. There you go. He stole it. I still win. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. There I we win. go. See, you got the Celebrate the, me. We didn't get to the tiebreaker for International <laughs> Women's Day. The newest. Do you have a tiebreaker, Jerry? Yes, Sarah. I, I, I do. I, okay. I am prepared. And what was it? All right. Uh, sticking with the theme of International Women's Day, guys, how much do I weigh? <laughs> I ain't touching that It's a tie. Not a mustache. Disaster, not a disaster. We will talk to Bobby Hurley, the head coach of ASU next. It's quickly a Murata morning here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. This is the Sun Devil Fast Break with ASU men's head basketball coach Bobby Hurley. The Sun Devil Fast Break is presented by Arizona Ford Dealers. Yeah, Sun Devils will open up their Pac-12 uh, tournament play tomorrow night against Oregon State as the sixth seed. Here to talk about it with us, the head coach of the Sun Devils, Bobby Hurley, joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Bobby, good morning. How are you? Pretty good. How you doing, guys? Doing well. Uh, obviously, a tough weekend last weekend in L.A. to close out the regular season. Uh, that's in the past. You got uh, you know your, your path in front of you now in the Pac-12 tournament. How would you sum up the the, the mindset of the team heading to Vegas? I mean, I, I like where we're at. You know, we uh, we got in yesterday. We we had a good dinner here in Vegas, team dinner, and uh, you know, we're going to uh, head to practice here shortly in town and just uh, you know trying to, uh, to to compete and prepare to win a championship. How did you guys put aside the the uh, the disappointment of Saturday, a game that you guys were in, and a game that that ostensibly meant so much? Um, how do you flush that and move on? I think it's good, uh, in a sense, good preparation. You know, you're playing against UCLA, that's potential number one overall seed on Thursday night, have to bounce back two days later, play another NCAA tournament team, both on the road. So, um, you know, I thought the guys competed. We, we, we struggled to make shots, uh, you know, lost by three in a, in a game we shot under 30% from the field. So we had 20 offensive rebounds. I thought we defended with energy created some turnovers, uh, gave ourselves a chance down the stretch to uh, to win that game. But it was, uh, you know, we went all in, and, and the guys would, were certainly hurt after the game because we knew what was at stake in that game. But uh, but we feel confident about our future and where, where we're at right now and what we're going to accomplish this week. Bobby Hurley, the head coach of Arizona State, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. I'm always curious uh, at this time of the year uh, what how coaches prepare their teams for, for – conference tournaments when they are a team that's been identified as being on the NCAA bubble is that something you bring up regularly you concentrate just on the Pac-12 tournament I, I mean there's a different a, a number of different ways you could approach that as a head coach yeah we talked we talked about it a little bit before USC and then uh and I think you used the term flush it I'm, I'm gonna flush it after you know from this point now we just got to go and try and win a championship we we have to look at this like uh you know we're going to Brooklyn early in the season mm-hmm. and 
played VCU in Michigan and, uh, and trying to compete to cut the nets down. That's our, that's our main focus. Yeah, you know, it, it's I, and I, I think that's the healthy focus. It, it To me, it, it seems like you guys have, have been so close so many times here. Um, what do you think it will take to, to, to get the respect? In a, in a big overarching question, and I, and I told Vinny I wasn't going to bring this up, but I can't help myself. A- Arizona's lost two of their last three games, and they're still sitting there at number eight. Now, I'm not asking you to talk about the Wildcats, but are you guys being held to a different standard here? Because as I said last time, it seems like you guys are very quick to be penalized for a loss, and you don't necessarily get the bump on the back end. Is there something institutionally or something on a broad base that needs to change so you guys are on that level playing field? I don't know. I, I don't think I could have said it any better. So maybe you just answered the question you were asking me. Because, uh, <laughs> okay, you know, that's, good. that's how I feel to a degree that we we have to go above and beyond just to put ourselves in a conversation to, to be in. And, uh, you know, I stand by, you know, our top four wins. I mean, it's at Arizona, at Oregon, Michigan, VCU. You can throw out Colorado. And I mean, we've had some really good wins this year and, uh, and just one bad loss. You know, we had one bad loss in overtime early in the season, the third game of the season. So if you're going to be fatally judged by the third game of the season, we maybe shouldn't have played the rest of the year. Um, but, but I'm just not even thinking about that. We're just trying to focus on Oregon State and uh, and then, you know what's in front of us and trying to to win as many games as we can this week. Uh, Oregon State is the opponent, as you mentioned, a team that you've seen twice, a team that you've beaten twice, uh, uh, kind of a two-parter. How, how, they always say, Bobby, it's really hard to beat a team three times in one season. How true is that? And what do you expect to see from the Beavers tomorrow night? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't really put a lot of stock in that. I just think you know. Every game is its own entity. They were very competitive with us in both games. And, uh, so I think the guys have, have respect for, for our opponent in this situation because of, of our other two contests. And, uh, they have really good young talent, really good freshmen, Billado and, uh, Pope and, uh, and Taylor is a really, really good athletic wing. Uh, and Wayne has done very well in postseason with his back against the wall, Wayne Tinkle. So uh, we, they have our full attention. We're going to be ready to play. Um, and people say, hey, you know, they don't have a great record. They have nothing to lose. Well, they do. They have, they have their season to lose if we win on, on, uh, on Wednesday night. So there's pressure on both teams to uh, – to succeed on Wednesday night. Now, it it might be difficult to find really quality shooters in this day and age in college basketball. I wonder what your team would be like if, if you did have maybe more of a, de- a dependable bucket getter because you guys have shown the ability to play elite level defense. And as you cited, we, we remember talking to you when you guys were in Brooklyn and how you guys vibed around that tournament setting. Um, all of that is back in play now for you guys. It is, and I think you know, everyone knows what's at stake, and I'm hoping that the guys that have demonstrated, you know, in many big moments that they could they could come through and deliver are ready to do it for a few days, and uh, because we can't afford to have a bad night, you know, shooting the ball. So I'm hoping my guys, DJ Horn and Des Cambridge, and you know, I liked what Frankie Collins did late in the game. Hopefully, he builds late in the USC game. Hopefully, he builds on that and. You know, it's not only the front line guys. We got to get production in the paint from Warren Washington. We got to get great bench play from Lonzo Gaffney and Luther Muhammad and Jemiah Neal. And, uh, you know, and then Devin Cambridge got to make all the winning plays he's been making all year. But, but we got to do it every day. We can't afford to have one bad day and it's, and it's over. Do you have an update, Bobby, on the status of, of Austin Nunez going into the tournament? 
I would say Austin is doubtful for tomorrow based on just where he's at with everything. Mm-hmm. And we're still progressing him. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate because the kid really wants to get back. And he's, uh, he took a real, real shot to the head in that Utah game. And it's hard to project, you know, when these things are going to be totally cleared up and we're not messing around with, with his future with regards to that. So when he tells us he's ready and, and he's symptom, totally symptom free, then we'll see him back on the floor. Yeah, with uh, with four potentially four games in four days, is it possible that if a fourth game happened, we we could see Austin before the end of the weekend? Or are you just keeping that I'm up? I'm not the... ruling out any games okay. outside of tomorrow at this point. Gotcha. And you know, if he gets symptom free and progresses, there's there's a chance that, that we could see him on as early as Thursday. But uh, you know, more likely Friday if gotcha. if we're fortunate enough to continue to advance. Gotcha. All right, well, good luck, Bobby. Hopefully, there's a happy ending to all of this. Yep, appreciate the time, Bobby. Appreciate Best of luck. Thank you, man. Thank you, Bobby Thanks. Hurley, the head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils, our weekly guest here on Bickley and Murata Morning. So he joined us on the Arizona Sports Line from Vegas. Coming up, some final thoughts on this Tuesday. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings live from the Oxygen Community Studios here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata. Song of the Day. This one's going out to Dan. Dan on a boat. Fountain Hills. No, Dan didn't want this. (laughs) We got to clear up some stuff. Not since the La La Land um, Moonlight. What was the name of that movie? Not since that controversy has there been such controversy. Oh, the Oscars deal? Yeah. Uh, Green Book? Was that what it was? was No, it was Moon. I don't watch the Oscars. Moonlight, I think it was called. Yeah, I think it was called Moonlight. Anyhow, uh, there's controversy today. People are claiming that, uh, you know, they obviously said, Peter Chris sang this song. You get the points. That's not what I'm saying. So somebody said this is a Peter Chris solo album. That is not. That is not correct. Yeah, I don't know. The way that the original album that this song was on was packaged was that every member of Kiss had their own cover. And so it's Peter Chris from Kiss. Kiss. <laughs> it is a horrible song. Oh no! So this is in your top. You had two of the top. I think least yeah, favorite yeah, songs. Jerry, yeah, two of my top ten well, least favorite songs. This, this and is one mustache. This is a terrible song. But think of the absolute absurdity of people dressed like Kiss. Can I with give the you the shoulder pads and the boots and the hair and the makeup? Can I give you then my sitting ki- down my like on a stool take? and singing this song? Can I give you my Kiss hot take? Sure, please. If not for the production, the marketing of the band with the makeup and it all was that all crap, right. there was nothing there. There was nothing. Yeah. They would never would have been heard if no. they did this songs these songs without makeup. They never would have been heard from. I Ever. Agree. I agree. I happen to agree with Vinny on that. Yeah, their songs and they all were sounded. considered a super group. Yeah, oh yeah, their songs all—they had an empty so- sound sonically. Like, yeah, just, what's their most famous song? Uh, I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. Uh, that or one, Detroit Rock City. Yeah, or that oh, okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Really? Oh, there you go. The clouds already. Get off the stage! <laughs> They're cheering in the middle of the song. This was their best song. Yeah. This was the best they did. 
Also, just for, also for the record, Gene Simmons didn't sing any of the songs, really. No, no. He really was the singer. Paul Stanley was the singer. They suck. Why are we talking so much about them? <laughs> Good movie, though, Detroit Rock City. He did. Didn't, didn't Gene Simmons like put like an oh, attachment he, tongue in his mouth? <laughs> yeah, what? he was very famous for a his prosthetic long, tongue. He had like a prosthetic and tongue. And it was bright blood, red. Blood capsules. Yeah, yes. exactly. Blood right. capsules. Oh. Yeah, it was a lot of that. It was macabre. It was performative. And they were just four nice Jewish boys who got together. Yeah. Marketed the hell out of their band. And still are, by the way. This is Gene Simmons. From, from Kiss. Kiss. This is Gene Simmons. <laughs> from Kiss. All right, that's uh, enough. Why is that so funny to me? That's today's uh, song, quote unquote, of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. I'm curious now. If you, if, if Sarah and uh, Jarrett, if you each had to pick your least favorite songs of all time, what would you pick? I have an answer. It'll never come up in Mustache, Not a Mustache, probably. Mm. Because my pick is uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cyndi Lauper. Oh, it really? makes It makes me want to hurt beautiful things, that song. Jarrett, your musical taste, uh, your, the, the newest song you picked in Mustache today was uh, Darling Nikki Jared, by Prince. Jared, Jared likes it. If, the dumber the song, the more Jarrett likes it. So Jarrett's worst song ever would probably be Stairway to Heaven. Oh, I like Stairway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it, I'd have to think about that. Oh, that. It's a good question. I, I think about these things all the time. Making a playlist of my least favorite songs of all time. That would just be just to torture would myself. Be uh, it is conference tournament season. Sun Devils, as we talk to uh, Bobby Hurley, open up Pac-12 play tomorrow night against Oregon State. Really late start time, 9 o'clock. Mm. Uh, anyhow, the West Coast Conference championship game is tonight. Guess who's playing, Bick? It's St. Mary's against Gonzaga. Oh, no. I wonder why they even have that tournament every year. Since 2004... This is the 13th time the championship game is St. Mary's against Gonzaga. 13 out of 19, huh? 13 out of 19 years. Gonzaga's won nine of the previous 12 times. Wow. Wow. Has St. Mary's ever gotten a tournament berth off the year that they came in second? Yeah, a few times. Have they? Okay. Yeah, they have. Yeah, that that, 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 that conference, conference says maybe is, the last five years or so like, has gotten. There was more. a year when they were like twenty five and four, and they they couldn't win. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. all right. But that's the rare mid major that'll get yeah, the, the right. two bids. That's right. Which is saying something for what NAU accomplished the other night. Yeah. I mean, Eastern yeah. Washington was sixteen and two in conference, and now they're not going to make the NCAA tournament. I've always hated that about the mid majors. Yes. Like you want to talk about really belittling the regular season? That's what conference tournaments do in the mid-majors. Yeah, that's true. And conversely, I'm happy for NAU because, you know, I spent the semester of my life there once. Uh, you did? They have you no, did? Yeah. Oh, you're like a Dave Burns Jr. They over They have here. no business <laughs> sniffing around an NCAA tournament bid. They're 11 and 22 in a bad conference. That's the beauty of this time of year, though. But man, you cannot hold down Oakland Fort. Never. Oakland <laughs> Fort. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nobody holds down the fort better Oakland than Oakland. Fort. Right. Yes. So Dan Sim. <laughs> Have you ever heard the name Dan Simborski? Oh. No. Uh, he's a writer, and apparently every year he programs an AI uh, program, an AI app, mm-hmm. to create a motto for every Major League Baseball team. Have you seen this story? Mm-mm. The motto this year for the Arizona Diamondbacks, I think this is going to catch on. You got to beat them or you can't. <laughs> for the Boston Red Sox, beauty is in the eye of the beer holder. Oh! Kansas City Royals, believing in the blue, warily. <laughs> Oakland Athletics, hitting is for suckers. Oh, I like that. I like that. And the that a best lot. one for the defending World Series champion, Houston Astros. Good luck, blankers. <laughs> I can see the uh, the rebellious fan base of the Houston Astros wearing an Astros logo with "Good luck, blankers." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great logo. That's a great slogan. An that's NAU good. player and an athletic who ate a chili dog. Aww. An NAU player and an athlete who ate a chili dog. An athletic who ate an a chili dog. Ate a chili and dog. An, name an Oakland Fort. And then Oakland fart. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Jared. Thanks to Shane Doan, Sean Powell, Bobby Hurley. We'll catch you tomorrow. Wolf and Luke are up next.